Hello and welcome to a special year-end edition of Otaku Susume, or recommendations from our otaku spouse. I'm Wesley. And I'm Jen. So let's get started. So over the past year, Jen and I have uprooted our lives, moved great distances, and moved to Japan. Yeah, we mentioned in a couple of podcasts already that, hey, we live in Japan now, but we haven't said where. And now it's been a year. It's been a year, yeah. So we've decided to do something a little bit different. This isn't a recommendation from me. This isn't a recommendation from Jen. It's kind of a recommendation from the universe. What? what? <laughs> well, I mean, we live in Fukuoka. Spoilers. <laughs> and we saw a manga entirely about Fukuoka. So we picked up the manga. And we both read it. And now we want to talk about Fukuoka through this amazing manga about Fukuoka. Because it's amazing. Yes. No, actually, the manga is really good. It's called Don't You Think Girls with Hakata Ben Accents Are Cute? I don't know if anyone Googles that, if they'll find Hakata Ben no Onanoko wa kawaii to omoimasen ka. Yeah, that's it. Um, it's not out in the West, and it's really niche, and it's probably not going to come out in the West. Yeah, I, I was. we might have to discuss this a little later, but I think it would be incredibly difficult to translate unless you're giving English speakers a lesson in Japanese. Yeah, I mean... Well, by default, the Ben or dialect that everyone knows is Osaka Ben yes. or Kansai Ben, which is also commonly referred to. And in anime, that's commonly dubbed over into a southern accent, or at least it, it used was, to be. It was in the noughties. If you think Azamanga Dayo and quote-unquote Texas, in the Japanese, she was Osaka because... She, she was an Osaka. Osaka accent. Yeah, she's from Osaka. But the second most famous accent is arguably... Hakata Ben, which is from Fukuoka City. I guess. I mean, there's a lot of accents around. There are a lot of accents around, but if you talk to any Japanese person outside, they'll know Osaka, Osaka Ben and Hakata Ben. Well, they should because Fukuoka is the best. Yes. yes. Actually, whenever I talk to people and I say I'm from Fukuoka, they're like, oh, Fukuoka um, is really famous for really cute girls. It's true. Like they have, there is a higher population of women to men in Fukuoka and they're all really attractive. And yeah, we actually saw a special about that on TV the did. other day. Yeah. We're just watching TV and they're like, we're going to Fukuoka because they've got cute girls. Let's go videotape them. Yeah. And and so the Osaka, uh, the, sorry, Fukuoka accent is, is seen as being very, very attractive, very cute, which is probably why this manga is called Don't You Think Girls with Hakata Men Accents Are Cute? Yes. But not many of them actually speak with a Hakataban accent around here. It's all Hyojungo all the time, unless they're old people. Old people will bust it out on you. Well, you say that, but I actually have a coworker at work who she'll she'll normally speak standard Japanese, um, but sometimes when she's really excited, she'll let her Hakataban slip. Nice. And I'm like, was that Hakataban? And she gets really embarrassed about it. And you're like, ah, kawaii. I should start saying that because she's so cute. Ah. <laughs> You would break this poor little Japanese woman. Probably. It's Yasukochi-san. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm going to have to bleep that name out now. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Sorry. We're going to have to do it like TV show where we pixelate the name. On a podcast? Yeah. Okay. So we want to talk about this manga and we want to talk about Fukuoka. And we want to introduce you to the amazing city of Fukuoka and in order to 
encourage you to come visit the city of Fukuoka. Don't come visit us, just come visit Fukuoka. Yes, because everybody, whenever they come to Japan, they always go to Tokyo, they always go to Osaka, they always go to Kyoto, but nobody ever takes the time to come down to poor little Fukuoka in the south of Japan. Yeah, and honestly, Fukuoka would be a great spot to kind of have a visit base if you want to check out Kyushu, and Kyushu itself is amazing. Yes, 100%. Because, okay, let's wind this back. Shall we? 11 years. 11 years? 11 years. I didn't know you then. Yeah, no, you didn't know me then. I That was the first time I ever came to Japan. And I didn't go to Tokyo. She was a little baby weeb. I was a baby weeb. I was such a weeb. Let's not go into that. I don't want to go into my dark past. Um, So the first time I came to Japan was I came to Fukuoka. And I studied at a language school here. And I volunteered on farms in the countryside. Which, let me tell you, is a great way to boost your Japanese, because it's either sink or swim, baby. But anyway. Yeah, learning farm terms. Yeah, it was great. I went to a panel once, twice, three, four times at different conventions, where a the person running the panel told me not to learn specialized Japanese. No, if if you want to pass tests, don't learn specialized Japanese. But if you're interested in a topic, totally learn that specialized Japanese. So can I just read Silver Spoon? Yes. Okay. What? (laughs) We're getting off the subject. Um, So the first time I came to Japan was to Fukuoka, and I absolutely fell in love with it. I fell in love with the prefecture. I fell in love with the city. I fell in love with the people. I fell in love with Japan. And then the second time I came here, which is when I met Wes, we were in Osaka, and that was when I learned the Osakan accent. Like, I am really good at Osaka-ben, at least understanding it. Compared to Fukuoka Ben, which I cannot understand. <laughs> However, after we graduated, I dragged Wes back to Fukuoka to study here because he didn't have anything else to do. And I was like, hey, you're my boyfriend and you live in America and I live in England. So why don't we, you know, try living together in Japan and just see how it goes. And if it goes horribly, oh well. But it went really well. And I think you, did you fall in love with the city? I mean, I'm learning more about scheming that I didn't know was going on at the time. But no, yeah, I really learned to like Fukuoka at the time. Wait, we had this whole discussion about living together and if it wouldn't work out, didn't we? Or was it just in my head? You always have these discussions that I'm not a part of. Ah, so anyway. <laughs> Got my eyes on you. Ah. So anyway, six <laughs> years later, when we decided to move back to Japan, Jen found work I guess technically five years later, because now the six years we've been here for a year. But Jen found work in Fukuoka, and we moved back to Fukuoka. Yeah, that was completely coincidental. Though. Yeah, but it was pretty lucky, because was Fukuoka lucky. is like, awesome. better than Tokyo. Yes. It is such an easy, it's just such a nice, relaxing city to live in. And you have all of the benefits of living in a city without the stress of like overcrowding and without relatively too many tourists. Although now we're encouraging a buttload more and without the just sheer, just, it's just Osaka and Tokyo, which is too big. Encouraging a buttload more, but nobody's going to listen to this and come here. This is more for us. Oh, fair enough. (laughs) So the manga itself is actually about a girl from Fukuoka who moves to Tokyo and she meets her childhood friend who used to live in Fukuoka, and he doesn't speak Hakata-ben anymore. Yeah, she moves over when they're in high school. Or when, yeah, and he moved over in preschool. Something like that. Yeah. And so it's kind of about her, the two of them kind of introducing Tokyo life and Fukuoka life to each other. 
Yeah, she's having culture shock because Tokyo is weird and out of place compared to what she's used to. And she thinks he'd understand, but it's been too long for him, so he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't even speak. Like, that's the joke of the first couple of chapters is he doesn't speak Hakata-ben anymore. Yeah. And so she's like going at him and he's like, I don't understand what you're saying. Nobody understands what she's saying. No. She even says like, I'm really scared that everybody will misunderstand what I'm saying, but I'm so glad I can talk to you. And internally he's going, I can't understand what you're saying. Ah! Yes. It's hilarious. So there were a couple of things in this manga that um, I picked out that I wanted to talk about. Okay. First, um, let's jump in with how I don't think the author is actually from Fukuoka. Ooh. Now, there's only two. They were. They probably are because the detail is really good about the city. But there are two points that make me think this person isn't actually from Fukuoka. So we're going to have a white colonialist moving into the city telling other people they're not actually from Fukuoka. Anthropologist, Wes. Anthropologist. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> but no, this is based on what Fukuoka friends have told me. Okay. One is f- local people don't go to the summer festivals. Local people don't go to do- uh, uh, Dontaku or the other big summer parades. We've been to Dontaku and run into local people. We have, but I've been told that... L- Actual locals never actually go to the festivals. We've run into actual locals at those parades. Yeah, but those are also incredibly extroverted locals who hang out with foreigners. They're weirdos, Wes. Whatever. And the second one is that local people don't go to Yatai. They don't go to the local um, food stands that pop up randomly at night. But... Fukuoka is known for Dontaku and the Yamakasugiyan yes. Festival, and Fukuoka is known for Yatai. Yes. Like, whenever you see a special about Fukuoka on TV, they're going to mention Yatai, whether or not they're talking about food or not. Which is why so if, tourists always go to the festivals and the Yatai. Locals never go because they're full of tourists. But if you're going to make a manga about Fukuoka, you're going to mention those types of things. Exactly. The same way the TV shows do it. Yes. But the character says how she misses the festivals and her whole family go to a yatai when they go back to Fukuoka. Well, I'll tell you what. If we move out of Fukuoka, I'm going to miss Dontaku. I Because it means that I'm going to miss wrestling Dontaku. <laughs> if we leave Fukuoka, we're probably going to move to a city where they have wrestling more often. Yeah, but they won't have wrestling Dontaku. Very true. Hopefully we don't move because I love it here. Yeah, it's great. So there was, those were two... Oh, actually, and the third, <laughs> the third one is that she's afraid of Yakuza. Is she? Yeah, in the first chapter, she or in the first volume, she talks about how she heard that Tokyo is a scary place and full of Yakuza. Now, interesting fact about Japan, and they even mention this in the manga, is that Yakuza is more famous, I mean, sorry, Fukuoka is more famous for their Yakuza than anywhere else in to- in Japan. Yeah, they've got a whole line somewhere in here where they're making fun of that. Yes. Like the line to be careful someone's listening is, oh, there's a Yakuza behind you. Yes. But that's the joke, is that she's afraid of running into Yakuza in Tokyo when really she should be more concerned about them being in Fukuoka than anywhere else. I suppose. There was that funny bit once when we were hanging out with a couple of Japanese people and one of them sees this blacked out car and whispers to the other one and goes, oh, hey, it's probably a Yakuza car. And Jen and I both start laughing and they look at us and go, you know what the Yakuza is? I'm like, dude, dude. There's a whole series of video games now. <laughs> Everyone knows what the Yakuza is. Even without the video games, there are movies, books, anime. Just It's like saying you don't know the mafia from Italy. Everyone knows Yakuza or York, from Japan. Or Chicago. 
Isn't that just the Italian mafia in America? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's hilarious that I've mentioned it numerous times and Japanese people go, what? You know what the Yakuza are? I'm like, yes. Yeah, we love gangsters. Well, not to that point. I did hear about a student um, from the university that we studied at, a foreign student. Yeah, who went out picking a fight with him and got sent home. Yeah, who got picked a fight with him. Because he's an idiot. Because he was obsessed with Yakuza and he wanted to hunt them down and talk to them and they were like, go away, you skinny white guy. And he was gloating to the teachers and the teachers were like, that's illegal. Well, it's not illegal. It's against the school rules. You shouldn't be associating yourself with violent groups. So they kicked him out and sent him back to America. People are stupid. People are really stupid. So yeah, let's get back to the manga. Indeed. So I was kind of surprised reading this at how many evidently Fukuoka things I've picked up by living here without realizing that I picked up. Like what? There's a great bit in one of the chapters when she's talking to uh, Miyako because the, the guy's guy. name is Azuma Miyako, which are alternate readings for the kanji that spell out Tokyo. Haha, ha, it's a joke. Um, <laughs> we should also mention that her name is Hakata no yes. Donko. Yep. And Hakata being the north part of the city, essentially. There's a river that runs through Fukuoka. And when you're on one Isn't side it of the it. the east? The east side of the city versus the west side? I guess. I don't know. East side, west side, was. But no, but yeah, there's the Hakata side and there's the Fukuoka side. And when you're from the Hakata side, you're from Hakata, not from Fukuoka. Yep. It's kind of like being from Scotland, not from the UK. Yeah. Um, but there's a river instead of a wall. Yes. Yes. And she's talking to him and she's kind of getting a little gripe in about how it's so annoying that every time there's a TV special about we're going to go shopping at this really cool mall or we're going to try this really great food. It's always places from Tokyo. Yes. It's always places <laughs> from Tokyo. And it's true when you're watching TV and they're always showing these things nine it's times Tokyo. out of ten it's in Tokyo. So the rest of the country that's watching it because it's on NHK, which gets broadcast broadcast everywhere you're going well i can't go see that i'm not gonna go to tokyo for this garbage but you watch it anyway because it's still entertaining and my favorite bit about this is the guy fires back going well, it's not always tokyo sometimes they look at yokohama and kanagawa she just stares and goes yeah, isn't that still just tokyo <laughs> <laughs> and it's completely true but just to clarify yokohama and kanagawa are technically cities separate from tokyo they're in different prefectures. They're in different prefectures. But they're not really. Yeah, it's all Tokyo. Most people who live in Yokohama commute to Tokyo. Actually, most people who live in Kanagawa also commute to Tokyo. There we go. It's all <laughs> the same place. Yep. Everywhere Especially when you live outside. But to be fair, we've seen a lot of TV shows that where they're walking around Tenjin in Fukuoka downtown and kind of checking out the shops or interviewing people. But I also wonder if that's local television. That's not usually on NHK. That's yeah. usually on FBS. And guess... FBS stands for the Fukuoka Broadcasters. Oh, okay. Hey, we've been to that building. Yep. Okay, cool. You'll see it on your anime listings as Fukuoka Wholesale. <laughs> but no, that one just stuck out to me because it is something that just without thinking is when you're watching TV, half the time it's about Tokyo and you're kind of like, uh. And then sure enough, it gets called out. So it's not just me feeling that. It's all of non-Tokyo Japan feeling that. Especially Fukuokans. Yeah, everyone outside of Tokyo. Yeah. It's kind of interesting meeting Fukuokans who have lived in Tokyo. Because normally they seem to prefer living in Fukuoka. I mean, the fact that they probably moved back means that they prefer living in Fukuoka compared to Tokyo. 
Well, of course, you do have those who move to Tokyo and just stay there. Poor lost souls. I know. No one could save them. So another great thing about this manga is the food. The food. Well, I mean, the food in Fukuoka itself is pretty good. And so if you're going to talk about it, you're going to be talking about delicious food. Yes. I mean, there has been an explosion of food porn manga lately. Yes. Lately, I say the last five years. Decade, maybe. Who knows? Decade, yeah. But it's always kind of been a thing. One of the best-selling manga ever is about cooking. Which one's that one? Yakitaki Japan? No, I can't remember the name of it, but it's been running for decades since the 70s, and it's all about cooking. Clearly not famous enough. I don't know which one you're referring to. That's because you don't read old manga, Jen. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> when I think of food manga, I think of like Shokigeki no Soma. Oh, yeah. Shingeki no Soma is crazy. <laughs> you say Attack on Soma. What? You just said Attack on Soma. I might have, but you can't prove it. You literally just recorded your... Anyway. Yeah, when I think of food, food porn anime, literally food porn, I think of... Damn it. Attack on Soma. Attack on Soma. <laughs> <laughs> or Food Titan, either way. <laughs> Shogugeki no Titan? Shingeki no Soma? I don't know. We're getting off the subject. We're getting off the subject. So besides the fact that obviously the food is drawn amazingly in this manga, it is a great introduction to local specialties. It is, yeah. Um, Japan is obsessed with local specialties. Obsessed. When it comes to food, there's like two things in Japan. One your local food, and two, places that are famous for certain foods. Yes. If you get it local, you get it local. But if there's certain foods, like if you want to go out and get azuki, you better be getting Hokkaido Shonagon Azuki. No, sorry. Tainagon Azuki. Shonagon was the person who wrote uh, some of the Yakunini shit. You're really cute, but I don't understand what you're saying. Fair enough. If you want red beans, go to Hokkaido. That's what it comes <laughs> down to. Well, that's one of the things is that Fugo, um, sorry, Japan is big on their has one of the things is that japan is big on their countrywide tourism yes most japanese people will not go abroad they will go somewhere within japan yes and hawaii and hawaii that's practically japan wow (laughs) the second language in hawaii is japanese not since 1954 so everybody goes to somewhere else in japan and when they go on holiday, they have to get gifts for their family and their friends and their neighbors. So what do they do? They pick up the local specialty food, yep, uh, which is always very nicely wrapped, very nicely presented with, in big letters across the front, what it is and the area it's from, so that people know, oh, this is the local specialty from this particular area. Yep. And in Hakata, you'll always have um, Hakata Torimon. Yep, which are little dumplings with kind of a... I don't, I don't even know, know what, what the they are. Is. Delicious paste? I guess. Is and it just like a really fine, smooth white bean paste? Maybe, because I think it's the same paste that they put inside Hyoko, which are little tiny chick-shaped cake thingies, which are adorable. Yeah. And then there's also like daifuku, which are just mochi, often with a strawberry inside, and azuki bean paste. And oh, I'm making myself hungry. This is so good. And then you also have like the crackers, which are in the shape of masks. Fukuoka has a lot of really famous food. Yeah. Well, I mean, Fukuoka was also uh, the biggest city next, and it's a huge port, and it's close to Korea and China, and you'd always get a bunch of foreign imports coming in. So you'd have a bunch of people coming to Fukuoka, and you'd have a bunch of just merging with other cultures and things being created. 
So historically, Fukuoka is going to have a lot of that anyway. That's true. And actually, speaking of food that came from abroad, one of the biggest things in Fukuoka is tonkotsu ramen. That's a pork broth-based ramen. Hundred times better than shoyu. Thousand times better than miso. Million times better than shio. Whoa, 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 whoa. Shio is like my number two. No, salt-flavored ramen can piss off. Wow. <laughs> so when I go to Hokkaido, you're not coming is what I'm hearing. I'm still going to try their ramen. I'm just, it's just not going to be as good as tonkotsu. That's fine, but it's still better than shoyu and miso. Mm, we'll have to agree to disagree. There are chapters in this manga de- just devoted to ex- exploring how other ramen isn't as good as Hakata, or sorry, Nagahama tonkotsu ramen. If you've ever read, um, oh shoot, that Koizumi-san loves ramen. Yeah, ramen daisuke Koizumi-san. That's it. Yeah, then you'll probably already know this, like the different varieties of ramen that are out there. And she's probably like hundred percent eaten tonkotsu at some point. No doubt. I we kind of dropped the anime halfway through because of a creepy stalker, but that's a whole other issue. Yes, I think we talked about it in a previous podcast. Actually, I don't think we did. I think we did the worst anime of twenty seventeen. Did we release that? We did. We oh, released that yeah, one. We probably talked about it. Yeah. But anyway, um, and funnily enough, uh, one of the places they go to in the manga, we actually went to today at yeah. the train station and yeah. tried the ramen that they have in the manga. Yeah, there's. it's right outside of Hakata Station, which is the main JR station in town. So if you have a JR pass and you come into town, that's where you'll be landing. It it was delicious. It was amazing. It was good. But one of the there was a funny thing that you noticed that you enjoyed from the particular ramen chapter when they go hunting for ramen in Tokyo. And she complains about the fact that the floors aren't sticky. Yes. <laughs> or the fact that they don't have like certain things that she associates with Fukuoka ramen. Or she complains about the fact that when she just goes in and orders ramen, you can't just, you have to specify what type you want. Because every ramen in Fukuoka is tonkotsu. Yeah. Actually, one of the famous, the most famous tonkotsu ramen in town is probably Ichiran ramen. Which is now countrywide. Which is now countrywide, yes. But it's still from Fukuoka. But Fukuoka people never ever go there because it's always full of tourists. Yeah. <laughs> Just like Yatai and summer festivals. Yeah, we haven't been yet. No. Because there's always a line out front. <laughs> yeah, and it's always a line of tourists and just can't be bothered to just can't be bothered. There's so much good food in Fukuoka that if you see a line outside a place, you can probably walk down the street to the next place without a line and it's going to be just as good. Ah, oh, yes. It just won't have been featured in a magazine recently. That is one great thing about I think I that's one thing that every single local says. I even ran into or rather a local started talking to me randomly the a couple of weeks ago. And the first thing he said was Fukuoka is famous for their amazing food. Everything is good. And it's so true. So if you like seriously come to Fukuoka at least for the food. One we- thing you have to try um is make sure you go to Yakitori, which is going to be your skewered chicken. Oh, but so when good. you go to Yakitori in Fukuoka, you got to order the budabara, which is pork belly. And you may think, why am I going to skewered chicken to order skewered pork? And the reason why is because it's delicious. Yes. And it's a local specialty. It is. Along with their chicken skin. Yeah, chicken skin also. Chicken skin is also a local specialty. We did say there are a lot of local specialties in Fukuoka, and it's, it's true. true. But no, you will find tons of chicken around here because uh, it turns out Fukuoka eats more chicken than any other prefecture in the country. You learn something new every day. Mm. Did we watch a TV show about that? No, I think it's actually in the manga. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
There is one thing, though, is that if you do come to Fukuoka, try local food. It's amazing. It will always be good. Do not go to chain restaurants. Do not go to Royal Host. <laughs> we don't need to pick any fights here, Jen. The only time I've ever had... It wasn't a bad meal. It just wasn't good. It was just boring. And expensive. There's nothing special about it. Yeah, no. It was. Do not go to Royal Host. I'm just warning you now, because we made this mistake, and I still regret it. Go to every, anywhere else in Fukuoka. Just don't go to Royal Host. So it's interesting that you keep bringing up local specialties. When there's one local specialty that's known throughout Japan, it is synonymous with Fukuoka. Ramen? And yet you refuse to try it. Refuse to? Absolutely. Oh, I've tried it. I just don't like it. It's amazing. So Fukuoka has a specialty, which also shows up in the manga, because of course it does, because it's synonymous with Fukuoka. You can't say one without the other. It's called mentaiko, and it is spicy salted roe. And spicy salted fish eggs. Yeah, that's what I said. Teeny tiny fish eggs. Yep, and it's normally served. Ooh. It, if you just get it on its own, it kind of looks like a sausage, but you'll find it inside okonomiyaki. You'll find it inside kamaboko fish sausages. You'll find it inside everything. It's delicious. You go to souvenir shops and you can buy boxes of it to take. Obviously, you can't take it on an international flight, but Japanese people will take it to their family back in Tokyo or wherever. You can spread it on toast. Ugh. I just don't like the texture. You'll get it on donburi. Don't like the texture at all. I don't like couscous. I don't. I don't like fish eggs. Fish eggs are not my thing. Couscous isn't fish eggs, is it? No, it's not. But it's a similar texture. That's true. I don't like it either. I don't like quinoa either. What's quinoa? Exactly. What? Let's keep it that way. <laughs> Actually, speaking of, there's another local specialty I haven't tried. Not exactly through lack of trying, but just because I've never like the opportunity just hasn't come up. And that is not chanko nabe. Crap, the nabe. Oh, motsunabe. Motsunabe. Yeah, it's Thank you. Um, with hormone or awful. Yeah, my coworker just says it's awful. Well, your coworker's making bad jokes and deserves to be punished. I think he also just doesn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, that's... Um, and then another one that you'll find that we stole from Kumamoto is uh, horse meat. We? Yeah, we're in Fukuoka now. We are Fukuoka. We've gone native. <laughs> Two white people sitting in the weeby japanese apartment yeah sure we've gone totally native yeah but yeah um <laughs> horse meat is famous from i guess the greater fukuoka area of kyushu i don't think kumamoto wants to be called the greater fukuoka area <laughs> probably not no <laughs> kumamoto you might um, recognize the name from the very famous giant black teddy bear called kumamon and he had a meme he was kind of trending a couple of years ago with the whole hail satan meme that was going around because foreigners love to get weird stuff from japan and make it even weirder it's true speaking of weird stuff our other neighboring prefecture is saga star of recent popular anime zombie land saga zombie land saga such a good anime if you haven't watched zombie land saga go watch zombie land saga because it's so good yep and, and you can't get there without coming through Fukuoka, which is why we keep saying you got to come to Fukuoka and then explore the rest of Kyushu. Another reason you should come to Fukuoka if you're a massive anime nerd, which I hope you are, which is why you're listening to this, is Yuri on Ice. Oh, yeah. Yuri on Ice was, uh, well, not exactly based here. It's based all around the world. But his home base, his home, his home skating rink is just up the way from us. Yep. The castle that he takes a picture of. They they call the castle a different name in the anime, but it's based on Karatsujo. Yeah. 
it's, which is down the road. They call it Hasetsu, I think, in the anime. And but you, it's Karatsu. Mm-hmm. Karatsu, sorry. And you can go to the ice skating rink. Yep. And you can go to the onsen as well, where and his family get, runs. You can even get katsudon there. So if you are a fan of Yuri Nice, come to Fukuoka and do a day trip out to Karatsu. Why not? <laughs> what other famous anime are based in this area? Well, actually, rather than anime specifically, um, again, just up the road, 20 minutes by bullet train, is Kitakyushu. Which Kitakyushu actually describes five towns which are kind of jumbled together right on the very north part of Kyushu that's connected to... Shimanoseki. Shimanoseki. Thank you. I was thinking Sengoku Hasara and I was like, that's not right. That's a game. Yes, it is. <laughs> but it's um, up in the north of Kyushu and it's five towns which are probably the most otaku area in the whole of Japan, at least in the whole of the south of Japan. Because they always have like cosplay events outside the castle up there. They have a mall that has five floors of just otaku shops. Mandarake, Animate, they've got a manga museum in that building. It it was we visited earlier this year and it was amazing. I thought it was amazing. Best part is when we went to the Leiji Matsumoto uh, museum. Yes. Got to see all the cool stuff about uh, Captain Harlock, Galaxy oh, Express 3-9. That was in the Manga Museum. Yeah. And they had a bunch of Leiji um, statues, well, Harlock statues outside and all over the city. And while you're there, visit the Toilet Museum. We didn't get to go. Because it was closed. Which is ironic for a Toilet Museum, because we didn't get to go. <sighs> you're really cute. Anyway... <laughs> and then of course another one is yeah come to Fukuoka see the sights no doubt eat a lot of food eat a lot of food and I guess if this manga ever comes out read it because it is really cute yeah if you can read Japanese definitely try to pick it up it's uh, put out by Championship Comic Red and I usually find red in most bookstores so it's not one of the rarer imprints um, it's not going to be obviously your jump or your sunday or anything but it's always there it might be a little tricky to find but it you is can getting find it. and it's getting a tv drama next year oh yeah so we'll have to check that out when it comes out definitely so yeah this is the city we live in now um we still well Wes still chats to the annie bros guys as much as we can no i don't <laughs> what's well, josh and stacy they're gonna immediately call us out as liars for this that is true I try to talk to them as much as I can. Fair enough. That's a, that's a true statement. And you Skype them on a rare occasion. Yes. Um, and we do want to go back to America and go back to our usual haunts, KomoriCon and SakuraCon at some point. In the future. Yay. But we're really enjoying living in Fukuoka. And I'm glad we made the move here together. Yeah. Well, I mean, you came three months earlier than me. Yeah. Well, I had a job to do and we had to get your spouse visa (laughs) but no i'm glad we moved here and people should definitely come visit the area kyushu's great don't always go to tokyo slash osaka slash kyoto cool well thanks very much for listening and happy holidays and happy new year yeah happy holidays from the otaku couple over here and we will go into the new year recommending more new stuff to each other hopefully
well, I mean, we recommend all sorts of things. It's can we get the other person to do it? And can we actually get our asses into gear and record an episode and then upload it? Yeah, it's a New Year's resolution. Yay, let's hope we stick to it. <laughs> we'll see you next time. You can find us at anybroscreative.com or on Twitter. At anybroscreative. And at anybroscreative.com you can find our sister podcast as well. So give those a listen, give us a listen, drop us comments, and shoot, give us recommendations and maybe we'll check it out. Yeah. See you next year. Happy New Year. Bye. Bye.